So listeners, it brings me immense excitement to have on board uh, with us Elston, the founder for BE Hemp. Um, as you all know, this week's episode is about the business and economics uh, and Elston has graciously accepted our request to be on this show and help us understand how he started BEHEM, what it is right now and where is it that he sees BEHEM uh, in the next five years. Uh, Elston, welcome to the We.Ed podcast and thank you so much for taking out the time. Over to you. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me on the show. Honestly, like pretty awesome that everyone is coming out with cannabis and hemp related podcasts and stories. Uh, Elston, tell me why is your company called BEHEM? I think I have a faint idea because you mentioned your cousin's name, but let me see if that is correct. So we kept on thinking of a lot of names like when it came to hemp. Uh, my cousin brother, partner, that's it. He was just like, dude, why don't we just stick with like B.E.Hemp, you know, Benson, Elston, Hemp India. It can stand for B.E.Hemp India also. Like there's, there's multi, I mean, there's multi levels too. Uh, more than our name, I would say, it is about trying to make India more hemp conscious, more uh, hemp oriented. Yeah. And getting India, I mean, getting all sorts of hemp products into India as possible making use of, of the cannabis plant as much as possible. It's you like, know, replacing it's amazing. You know, you know it's, that one, it's, it's it just sounds like that. It becomes part of your daily language also. Ki be hemp, okay? Yeah. Be real, be hemp, right? <laughs> yeah. True, dude. That's I mean, cool. that, that's yeah, something similar happened with uh, V.Ed also, I think. Uh, like when you thought of the name. We'll edit this <laughs> section where you've taken my name, but uh, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> V.Ed as a as a name actually also has an interesting history, right? Because it's of course uh, uh, spells weed, but um, essentially when I thought of the name uh, and one uh, again one of my friends and I were kind of just jabbing one day, so uh, both of us jammed and we when we decided hey we want to do something which where we educate, so we educate became we ed we pretty we have very very similar uh, I think um, visions Elston with what what we stand for at V.Ed. It's about um, kind of creating a discourse where we are open in talking about it, uh, where we're uh, where we calling a spade a spade, okay? And one key principle for V.Ed is the truth. Because if even if there is something that goes against the grain of all, you know, our cannabis enthusiasts in the world, we will not be afraid to say it because yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. feel that there's a responsibility for us to bring the truth to people. I'm just glad like the word is actually getting out there, you know? So, I mean, that's kind of... Uh, where we fell in. So I think when we started uh, doing a little bit more research, we started realizing that there is a lot more to cannabis than just smoking. Like you can make fuel from it, you can make fabric, fiber, paper, you, you name it, you can make everything from it. And that kind of wowed uh, me and my cousin brother slash partner Benson. We also kind of just started it more of an infotainment portal than anything else. So for us, it was like, uh, we've seen the hemp industry booming all over the world. Uh, like you could say, about seven to eight years back, it, it was already like picking up, and it was already snowballing all over the world. And for us, our whole thing was to actually just make sure that people are educated enough about what cannabis is. And uh, basically, uh, by education, we mean by showing them products which can be made from cannabis. So for us, uh, it kind of hits home uh, really hard when we know that uh, if we can show a physical product, 
it tends to create a much bigger impact on the consumer than just by just going for the theory you know and so we started doing like small flea markets stalls uh, all around bangalore uh, stuff like soul sampe kish mandi uh, everything so we started getting good responses from there like people would see our giant cannabis logo and come to it uh, thinking i mean for all the wrong reasons but uh, they'd leave for all the right reasons then <laughs> at the end of the day you know that was a big shift for us also because then that means that okay fine people have understood that like the, there's a difference between cannabis and hemp to a certain extent and they are here only for hemp they are not here for intoxicating part of cannabis at the end of the day that was when we thought okay fine we just go full fledged now we might as well start pushing it online like as much as we can yeah and then we got blocked by facebook and there was a lot of other problems which we had to overcome <laughs> for our listeners uh, i think this has been an interesting thing that you just touched upon else and i'm just going to pivot from there which is um have has starting a cannabis business itself is i'm pretty sure very difficult and we will touch upon that as well but once you take the step to start it promoting it itself is such a big task right now because the uh, you know because the community guidelines of facebook instagram and google uh, are very very against cannabis at least in india we face that with b.net for our all our listeners for all our i think 200 listeners it's been very very difficult for for us to reach everyone because we cannot promote any of our content um so would you touch a little bit upon that elston with the problems you've kind of had to face with uh, with promoting your yeah. products so it's it's not an easy job facebook facebook decides to block agricultural uh, oriented pages but uh, god forbid if they want to uh, you know block hate speech that's never going to happen yeah. hey, don't you know exactly right <laughs> I mean I've tried reporting hate speech so many times on Instagram or Facebook but it'll all come back as oh, it doesn't go against the community guidelines. Uh, today for example some uh, one post of ours got reported from July 29th I don't know why and in that it was saying inciting hate speech and when I looked at the post it was nothing but just like a notebook shown on it okay and talking about how we can make like these notebooks uh, much more commercially available and much more commercially cheaper if we start doing it uh machine process like how we do it with uh, wood pulp and i don't know why that got reported or just people depends on what was written inside the notebook by the way else did <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the like the only thing that was mentioned over there that this is cannabis and this is one of india's first hemp notebooks and stuff that, that's it i've uh, i've seen people outside also the companies outside who we work with uh, they are not able to promote their products as well yeah so if you have anything which has the words hemp or if you have anything uh with a cannabis leaf on yeah the ai kind of just picks it out and just flags it right away so it's not like and if you do try to get back to them uh what happens is that you don't get back to a person you get back to ai again and then it's just it's just a back and forth you know right about now the only way you can actually promote hemp on instagram or facebook or any other social media platform is by not explicitly mentioning that it's hemp and unfortunately our name is be hemp india and we have a cannabis symbol also so <laughs> these guys are not taking it at all once in a while when the humans are there behind computer to check our posts they see that okay fine this is the guy is just like trying to advertise a beat we did try to advertise rolling paper at one point of time and i think that kind of triggered the whole snowball effect and after that we we became a little wiser and it was all about just just promoting hemp products that's nothing else but but again it's not an easy task it's not like uh, out of every 10 posts we would say one post would get promoted so 
the only way to promote hemp in India or anywhere on social media at this point of time is be super subtle about it. Like, I see some people not even mentioning it. They'll just be like vegan, uh, uh, vegan super protein product. Yeah, or the Vedic plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, or the Vedic plant. Yeah. No, I think I think that happens with with social media coming into picture. Something that we are also observing on our side when we are trying to push this podcast itself is that if you go all out outright telling what the real thing that you're making it is a big challenge and that is why i think where podcasting came to us uh, very naturally we were like okay this is one safe space uh, you can say it it's not social this is for passive consumption and the whole goal for this is weird was to first primarily educate and educate in a way where we state facts right and we get people like you to state facts as to what is going on and um, and podcasting helps in that sense i think uh, business owners like you should probably go for out like this where it's uh, not very conservative not very uh, you know done to death uh, like social media but of course i think when when platforms like facebook and instagram can control the fate of your business and the reach to your consumers i think it's it's really really difficult for uh, business owners to go that route so we need to find uh, better ways this is uh, this is one of our goals uh, for for what we are trying to build on our side very true the only way we are able to grow is because we are able to promote other hemp companies at the same time for us the whole thing is about growing together we know how much it is to struggle in this industry and especially in india yeah where it's kind of taboo it's a niche sector and uh, then again like we just want to help the other people and we've realized that by helping other people we are also kind of growing at the same time for us it's not there's no such thing as competition at this point of time so for us it's the more on board the merrier for us no i can graciously offer all our 253 followers to elston if he <laughs> offers to share his 14000 followers with us <laughs> <laughs> for sure dude for sure uh, you guys are definitely going up on our absolutely platform, so. it's it's amazing how this plant actually brings people together i mean that's what that's that's what kept running in my mind when when elston you touched upon the fact that you know you're actually you're helping out others also and in in the same process they are also helping you output the word out there right so i mean whether it's a circle in the real life or whether it's the circle on a podcast right and that's the thing that we are trying to do we are trying to bring people together you know there's a story that we are trying to build cannabis has been consumed in a country for a very very long time right from the times of the vedas right and and things went downhill in the in the 80s and since then it has only been downhill but again ek awareness ho raha hai generate ho raha hai create ho raha hai right so there is this certain story that that you know we all of us believe in so is there a story that you believe in and that you feel that consumers could also believe in so that they realize the potential i be uh, i believe that cannabis has taught me a lot and cannabis has also taught me to kind of question to question everything to a certain extent at least you know certain things which are out of your power of understanding fine let that be but you have to come to that conclusion of whether something is good or bad depending on your understanding of that reality at the end and i think cannabis is something which kind of opens up that uh, aspect for you if somebody has used it in the past they would understand what i'm saying uh, especially because it's called a psychedelic at the end of the day right it's it's there to kind of open your mind also and people 
keep opening their minds up during Diwali and Holi and Shivratri, but they don't even realize it at that point of time. So I think that that consciousness, that awareness does come from cannabis. It does come that whole questioning, uh, questioning everything does come from it also at the same time. Or it just makes you a little more aware of what is going down, you know? It makes you a little don't more believe, Don't believe in the propaganda is what Elston is saying, right? Don't believe in the propaganda. Don't believe everything that they're feeding down your throat. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial. You touched upon such an important point, right? You called it a psychedelic, and I think that's one thing that I've, in my uh, research and in my uh, view, has been has been so subtly fed in all of our, uh, you know, all of our minds, and it's such a subliminal warfare by calling it marijuana, by calling it a psychedelic, by calling it a psychotropic. The moment you you know, say these words, it automatically creates like a, a very weird picture in your head. Uh, and again, as Virat Ed, we've been trying to be very particular about the terms we use because um, all of us come from, you know, a, a background where we've seen the kind of demonization this this plant has. And, and these words have, words have a lot of power. Uh, and, sure. and I feel like we're, we're trying to be very careful about the terms we use, about the way we're propagating it. We don't call it marijuana. We call it cannabis because we know the racial undertones that it, that it has and the kind of propaganda that it's fueled. So thanks for touching that. Else. And actually, just coming to with this, a little boring topic. Okay. Um, I'd be remiss if I did not ask you, what is your business plan? Like, what do you, how do you earn your money? I'm pretty sure there is, uh, there's something that we can learn out of it. Uh, also, guys, for all the listeners, uh, Elston did mention that BEM started as an infotainment page and now is um, and now is actually selling physical products. So there's a hint for everybody. There's a good business plan for V.Ed also. We started as an infotainment page. Hopefully, we'll also create products later. Uh, so hit us up if you would want to buy ours. But Elston, why don't you take us uh, through what your business plan is? I would say that for us, uh, what really started the ball rolling for us is when we started selling rolling paper, because that kind of became an FMCG in some in some way, you know. So we thought, okay, fine, let's. Uh, one thing we love is art, yeah. The other thing we love is cannabis. So we just tried putting it together and seeing where we could get like a middle line. And for us, that was rolling papers, yeah. But we've realized that. Uh, within the first three weeks of us selling rolling papers, it was doing really well. Okay, we were allowed to advertise on Facebook. That was where our downfall also came because then Facebook just blocked us uh, from advertising at all, like completely. But I would say that for us, we do uh, make most of our money from uh, rolling papers and we do make most of our money also from uh, affiliates. So we help sell other people's hemp products at the same time and we do take a small commission of that. While we do a lot of advertising and everything, like we're not charging exorbitant rates like Amazon or Flipkart or anything like that. Like to us, it's just to make sure that 
we get a little bit of money for the effort we put in when we are making posts and when we are advertising our uh, our clients and our vendors so these are the two main things where we feel that we've been very profitable in and that kind of just came within this year i would say after working our part of for like maybe about 5 years now <laughs> So yeah it's a long game man it's a long game i'm pretty sure yeah, it's a long uh, game yeah. dude it's a marathon not a not a sprint right like yeah so true are you cultivating your own hemp or are you sourcing it from uh, uh, farmers up in the hills or somewhere else no no, no 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 so what we do is the only reason we're not touching the whole cultivation part is because it's still a little messy at this point of time yeah so you have a few states which have legalized it but at the same time even though they they legalized cultivation of hemp they don't really give out licenses that easily okay on top of that then you have your whole land mafias and all this sort of nonsense which goes on into it and right now we are we are way too small a company i would say still to be touching into cultivation as such and for us right at the moment we do source our products most of it uh, comes from within india some of it comes from outside india like we do touch upon china also to a certain extent only because as much as everyone hates china uh, they do make quality products and they've been in the hemp game for the longest longest time hey, don't you know and uh, again it it all has to do with price also at the end of the day for us we believe that hemp has to be cheap right now it's not commercially available in india as such it's not commercially grown in india to that extent so it cannot compete with a cotton t-shirt it cannot compete with your any other t-shirt for that matter it is going to be a little more expensive So a fun fact yeah, uh, for all our listeners uh, China is actually incidentally the largest producer and exporter of hemp in the world more than 50% uh, so of production more than 50% they yeah they they capture more than 50% of the market share so for all our listeners again if you want to achieve that dream of an atmanirbhar bharat let's let's all join our voices and push for uh, policy reforms we do have one of the largest uh, areas for agriculture in the world yeah. and we are kind of just not using it Uh, sorry to cut you, but but this brings me to to a to a question. So I was browsing through your website before this call. Yeah. Uh, you've mentioned on the top first uh, role of your website that we bring in ethically sourced hemp products. So right. throw some light on how you're doing that ethical sourcing of your products uh, for our listeners. So, yeah. So for us, we have uh, farmers in. Uh, Uttarakhand and Himachal, and in Himachal is where our main thing lies. Okay, it's the people we get in touch with there, who do wholesale of seeds, who do wholesale of fabrics. Everything comes from the farmers. The money goes to the farmers at the end. There's no middleman in that sense. A lot of our vendors, I I can't vouch for all of our vendors, but I can vouch for at least seventy percent of our vendors also do the same thing. where they are sourcing directly from farmers they are not uh, going through a middleman a broker in order to get it yeah and i think this sort of practice from the past maybe 2 to 3 years has helped the farmers also kind of realize that okay fine you know uh, we don't only have to grow cannabis for hashish or anything like that you know we can still make use of the other parts of the plant also no completely so get I, it i mean this brings me to to another question actually um so tomorrow if i have an idea for a product um uh, and i'm fairly new to the industry i do not know people manufacturers farming contacts all of that um on your website you've also mentioned white labeling 
now on the tech right. side we understand what white white labeling is on the product side as well so can i come to you with my idea we can work on it together and we can create a product uh, which can then be sold on bem for sure man like see as as mentioned before for us it's not about competition for us the more people who come on board the better only because then that means there's going to be more noise to make also yeah so we yeah. will help you source from start to finish if you're looking at designing also we can help you with the designs okay really? if you're looking at if you if you would like have zero knowledge on hair but you want to start we will advise you also in that aspect we have people coming to us every second day asking to start a hair business it's amazing actually because i've never i don't know if you guys know of any other company doing white labeled products i've ne- i've never heard of this model I per se i think that's phenomenal and like again elston mentioned the more people that can get into it the more uh, you know the more noise we can make the better it is for everybody so props to elston and uh, and the yeah. the bhm team Uh, you know again like a little thing that i want to understand with this whole hysteria with the sushant singh rajput case as well how are you guys dealing with it you know there's the pandemic as well and plus all of this hysteria i'm pretty sure that your business would have had to pivot a little bit of strategies uh, so tell us a little bit about how you're kind of maneuvering the shit yeah. that that's happening clear, right now clear this smoke around the whole uh, thing that is happening yeah. for us as a company we still had a lot of our hemp products in stock okay but people are not bothered bothered about hemp products during a pandemic i mean you can't get high off it uh, during the pandemic is when everything shut down right i mean getting getting cigarettes also uh, was really hard forget about alcohol so we started i don't know where people were getting everything else from but they were not getting rolling paper like that there was this for legal gap. reasons for legal reasons everything else is methi yeah pretty much <laughs> so what happened is uh we started realizing that okay fine you know uh why don't we not give this a break and why don't we just continue and see how it goes during the pandemic yeah and we had about uh, a good 6 months worth of papers i would say according to how our sales used to go before like and within one and a half month our papers kind of got over and we were like oh shit now what do we do that's kind of where this whole idea of bringing other vendors also on board happened for us not not only in hemp uh, it we had to pivot to selling hemp uh, rolling papers whichever company was doing that or selling unbleached papers we were taking them on board so we started taking uh, rolling filters over the time uh, we started getting slim jim on board we started getting raw on board and we realized that okay fine dude it doesn't have to be only our papers at the end of the day hum saath hai saath hai janm ke saath hi hum saath hai saath hai because of selling rolling paper we are also able to get our our new stock of stationary products coming which means like notebooks notepads uh so what do you say drawing uh, drawing pads and stuff like that and along with that our body care is also coming within a week or two so i think during the lockdown during the pandemic is where we found our balance like after 5 years we actually found our balance like in this time whenever i tell people or and i'm pretty sure this happens with you as well like you know when you tell like a 25 year old 
22 year old 17 year old that you know i'm working in the cannabis business they'll be like dude you're fucking living the dream man you're you're living the dream you know that's what i want to do but i'm pretty sure it's not a dream it's it's more like a nightmare from fucking elm street what do you have to say about that it's a dream is a very i would say it's it's a very far thing from a dream at this point of time yeah only because you have there's so much hard work that goes into it the only reason we took so long to even start a company is because of the laws in india which are so it's just a bunch of jumbled garbage half the time you know so i would say we are living a uh, living the dream but we've not lived it to its full potential in that sense uh, this is one point that to test upon um, like a couple of minutes ago the fact that when thc becomes legal in india the amount of products that will come up is insane and i was watching this documentary on netflix it's called rotten and one of the episodes it's on cannabis even the us uh, regulatory you know authority is not able to you know catch up with the kind of products that are also coming out i mean they have no idea what's happening out there uh, i mean you have one aspect okay you are using actual thc from the plant there is there are there is also the synthetic thc right so nobody actually knows what's going into those gummy bears right and kids end up taking okay. them and it affects them and so a lot of regulatory you know tam jam is there so i'm sure you must have also come across these things i mean when it comes to regulatory bodies and all have they ever given you very difficult days and and stuff like that while you were setting this up and and even during this time i we never got really that much trouble as such only because we were very open about what we were doing we were selling seeds according to the ndps act we were allowed to sell seeds we were allowed to use seeds there was being sold by a, a seed agency at that point of time yeah when we first started selling and uh, it's only in 2017 when it came into law that you can't sell raw hemp seeds is when we just kind of stopped we didn't get any issue or any notice or anything really. so in honestly in else uh, you've taken us through a lot of things today and we have some a very fun segment planned for you yeah and i'm going to give it to my friend who by the way is logging in all the way from france um, so uh, you want to take it away frenchy Yes yes I will take this so we have a very interesting game for you we are going to do this simple game called cannabis se banenge karodpati uh, game is simple uh, i'm going to throw some statements at you uh, it's a bit difficult than kbc itself because there there are four options in kbc here there are only two options and the two options i'll give you before the start of the game it is either true or false uh, so you have to choose if the statement is true or false and uh, and then we see how much uh, you know about cannabis and what we can impart from uh, these statements to people right uh, are you ready i'm ready all ready so let's begin the first statement for you archaeologists have found burned cannabis seeds in siberian burial mounds that are over 5000 years old is it true or false i would say true true definitely true yes so that's right absolutely this is this is true archaeologists have found um cannabis seeds in siberian burial mounds which are 5000 years old in some of our circles for our listeners um you can go back and listen to our history of cannabis circle and the passes we have talked about how uh, cannabis was present indigenously in the subcontinent from china to india in our vedas everything so go check out that episode um the next statement that i have for you is you can overdose on cannabis false absolutely right 
but the key here is you can actually overdose on cannabis. So you can you can overdose, but now it depends on the quantity you're going to smoke. Yeah, so you can you can overdose on cannabis only if you consume 1500 pounds of cannabis in 15 minutes, <laughs> which I think is a lot to consume. I think I think um, we should we should also call in the medical. Uh, That sounds like Snoop Dogg. Daily routine, bro. It's in my head. It's it's called being stoned to death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But but here here is a, here is some more trivia. So in the medical field, actually, each drug receives what is called an LD50 rating. Now this outlines what dosage of 50% of test animals on which they test it are receiving and will die as a result of toxicity from the drug. Now research on cannabis um, and this LD15 rating suggests on for cannabis that. uh you have to and if i talk about smoking you have to smoke around 20000 to 40000 average size joints uh to be odied um fatally with cannabis which i think uh, is very very far fetched if i may now that is right. the dream yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you can vape um okay so my third statement for you and let's see if you get this one right cannabis has over and this comes from research cannabis has over 200 cannabinoids present true false uh, they have it has 65 cannabinoids present and over 500 <laughs> different chemical compounds but not cannabinoids per se okay yeah and this brings me to our next uh, scientific uh, statement THC which is known to be intoxicating is non intoxicating actually true or false no oh, false yeah THC is non intoxicating this is the statement false so it is actually yes, it true THC is actually non intoxicating when it is fresh it is only at the decarboxylation which is when it is heated to a certain temperature THC. that it becomes the the yeah it the activates the psychotropic uh, you know and and metabolizes thc into two different compounds and thca if taken in larger doses can have a psychoactive uh, uh, you know effect on you so so thc can be non intoxicating okay my last my last statement for you elston and i think this one uh, this is in, this is a very easy one um so Cannabis have at least twelve hundred names. I would say yes because I myself know at least twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. Actually, cannabis in across local cultures across the countries, one ninety two countries, um, has over twelve hundred different names and. Uh, in different ways this plant is known it in different ways it, this plant is known to cure sustain life uh, at different stages of evolution uh, for the human population as well so there is research people are trying for it but governments have their motives and um, and that's why we are not able to grow cannabis and grow with cannabis as uh, a whole generation but i hope with our efforts uh, we will be able to make this change no oh, definitely man because uh, you guys are helping support something which doesn't have a voice yeah it's a plant and it does need people like you to help reach out to the public 
at the end of the day. People like you, people like us. Like I said, the more noise, the more voice that we have out there, the better for us, the better for cannabis at the end. Yeah. And the better for humanity, you know? Absolutely. 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 And yeah, with this, with this, I'm going to bring an end to our discussion. Elston, thank you so much for sparing so much time. And uh, we're sure Behemp is going to be doing wonders. Uh, and congratulations on all the amazing stuff that you've done. For our listeners, if you want to see V.Ed and Behemp rolling papers, please hit us up. We're going to, re- we're going to reach out to Elston and see if he wants us on his facts. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, do catch us on Instagram at the rate. This is V.Ed. Uh, Elston, please tell us your Instagram handle for the listeners. Yeah, it's at B-E-H-E-M-P-I-N-D-I-A, Behemp India. And that's it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it, Behemp India. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Elston. And thank you so much, thank listeners, you. for tuning thank in. Uh, uh, and uh, hopefully you like this week's circle with Behemp, with Elston. Uh, catch all the stuff they're doing. They're quite amazing people. Uh, and hope to see you next week. Bye.